right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is. Friday edition of the Fan in the Van podcast time. Um, I wasn't going to do one today, but thanks to our illustrious general manager of the New York Yankees, Brian Cashman, you have forced me to do this one. And, you know, there's people that have said I never bash my teams, right? They, I, obviously, you're not listening to this podcast then because I've bashed the Steelers and I've bashed the Yankees time and time again. I've bashed those who've needed to be bashed because when you talk sports, you have to be truthful. So this one's going to get truthful. Um, if everybody that I know who watched the Brian Cashman press conference yesterday talking about, well, you know, we've been in a World Series drought since 2017. Um, okay. Wrong. You want to blame the Astros? Guess what? That excuse is bullshit. Because you won in 09, and what have we won since? Okay? It's been, what, 13 years now? Okay? 13 years. Since we won with, with Gardner, Matsui, Jeter, A-Rod, CeCe. Okay? The list goes on. The list goes on. We haven't won since 09. That drought started in 2010, Cashman. It started with, with making questionable trades and signings and, 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 and everything else. It's not because of the Astros. And mind you, the Yankees were caught cheating too. So if you're going to talk about the Astros, well, the Yankees apparently were caught cheating too. So, you know, you're a fan. You can't turn a blind eye to that. But for Cashman to come out on TV, not once in this offseason, but twice, and say things to, to, to piss off the Yankee fan base. And the first one we know what that one is, and that's, we're not going to be afraid to spend money. And then what happens? Everybody and their mothers off the board. Even starting pitching. You look at the pitching now. You have Cole, who's going to look dominant this year. And then you got body soreness Severino. Oh, no, we shouldn't worry about that. What what do you mean we shouldn't worry about Seve's injury here? Granted, yeah, he went into a bullpen session, you know, a couple of days later. All well and good. But why shouldn't we worry when he hasn't been healthy in two damn years? Don't tell us to be worried when every other thing is Seve might be down for the rest of the year. We got to shut Seve down. We got to this. We got to that. What you should have did, Cashman, was when you said sitting next to a friggin' Hillary Steinbrenner, okay, because he's nothing but a bitch at this point to me, all right, you're friggin' afraid to spend money. You got all the money in the world. The Yankees make billions of dollars a year, and you're afraid to go out and spend a little bit because I don't want to go over the luxury tax threshold. Meanwhile, the Padres weren't afraid to do it. The Mets weren't afraid to do it. The goddamn Texas Rangers weren't afraid to do it. But the New York Yankees, the evil empire, is afraid. They're scared now. What did you read? The How to Own a Baseball Team book written by Fred Wilpon? You, you must have because this is the most ridiculous thing I've seen as a Yankees fan since I was born. Okay? You signed not one pitcher at all. You had John Gray out there you could have got who pitched in Colorado Texas went and spent a boatload of money on him. 
You could have made trades to get starting pitching. You didn't get creative at all. You were afraid to sign the names that we should have got. Okay, you were afraid to go over again. You were afraid to go over the luxury tax for Carlos Correa, but let's pay jo- Josh Donaldson, a thirty-six-year-old third baseman, for the next two years, fifty million dollars. When you could have been paying a little bit less to Carlos Correa for three years, but for two, let's pay Josh Donaldson. Let's trade away a, a vital piece of this Yankees defense. Who could play both sides of the, uh, both left field, uh, left side positions of the infield, shortstop, and third base, and that's Gio Urshela, and that's the one, and that's the trade that was the one that had everybody scratching their heads because it's okay, yeah, you got a catcher in return who's not going to be your starting catcher, okay? And granted, yeah, Higgy's showing signs of being that 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 decent catcher again, you know, hitting a home run every other day. That's all well and good, but let's see what that correlates to opening day. Because we know Higgy's going to be the starting catcher opening day because it's going to be Garrett Cole is going to start opening day. Okay, so we already know Higgy's starting. Higgy will always start when it's Garrett Cole. Okay. But you traded a young piece, Cashman, that you financially controlled for a guy you don't control. That's ass backwards. That's something the Mets would do. That's, that, that, that's a total old-school New York Met thing to do. And then not only that, I'm surprised you didn't ask him to, oh, hey, can we backload this contract and let's have Josh Donaldson Day the way the Mets have Bobby Bonilla Day and the way now the Cincinnati Reds have Ken Griffey Jr. Day? Because now the Cincinnati Reds got to pay Griffey for I don't know how many years now. I, I think it comes to a point, you know, and I've always tried to defend Brian Cashman. To everybody who says I shouldn't. And it's come to the point now. What more can you possibly say to defend the man who is making asinine decisions? You can't. The defending stops. And it stops here. It stops now. Because you are afraid to spend any money to get younger talent. But you weren't afraid to get a guy who's on the tail end of his career, and pay him money. Somebody who listens to this has to make sense of this to me, of how this makes sense at all. Because it it fucking doesn't, okay? It just fucking doesn't make sense. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me for what the Twins paid for Correa, the Yankees couldn't do it. You mean to tell me for what the Rangers paid John Gray? And I get John Gray isn't the sexiest name on this list of free agent pitchers that were out there that you could have got. But is it another pitcher that could have been behind Seve? Or could have been the number two to Cole and push Seve down the list to three? Yeah. And you mean to tell me that Cashman and Hal, Hal Steinbrenner, Hillary Steinbrenner, whatever name we want to call him today... Uh, they're comfortable with Cole, Seve, Montgomery, Nestor Cortez being the fifth starter, and whoever the fucking fourth starter is going to be. You mean to tell me you're you're comfortable with that as a fan? If you think if you think that that's a World Series caliber team, it's not. Just because we have Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, DJ LeMahieu, you know, Glaber Torres, Garrett Cole. 
it's still not a World Series built team. I mean, again, you know, we don't know what's going to happen when they get on the field. They could go on a tear this year. Judge could hit 50-plus home runs. Stanton could be behind him with 40-plus. Glaber could hit 30-plus home runs. DJ could be the DJ he was when he won the Silver Slugger Award. Garrett Cole could easily win the Cy Young Award. D- Nesta Cortez could amaze us. We don't know until it correlates on the field. But what we're seeing in front of our eyes right now points to that shit ain't going to happen. And it's pathetic when, for years, we've... We as Yankee fans have always bashed the way the Mets have done business. Okay. When there was always that free agent or that big trade piece they couldn't get because they didn't have the money. And then when they did make it, it was for guys like, you know, Jonas Cespedes, who, okay, was good for you for about a year. And then all of a sudden, here come the injuries. All right. This is what's going to happen with Josh Donaldson. I can predict it now. And then you're all, and then everybody, including myself, is going to sit there and we're going to say, this is why you didn't trade. Or you should not have traded Gio goddamn Urshela. And again, Gio Urshela is not the biggest household name on the block. He's not the sexiest name on the list. But goddamn, can the kid play the field? Go look at Gio Urshela in pinstripes and see some of the most amazing plays from third base that Gio's made that Donaldson ain't going to make. Okay? Yeah, everybody loves the fact that at 36, Donaldson still got popping the bat. Big whoopity friggin' do. I understand, you know, they want to live up to the moniker of Bronx, Bronx Bombers, but guess what? Small ball wins baseball games too. Pitching wins baseball games. Okay? And you mean to tell me that the Yankees are going to take over the, the AL East again with this rotation? No. It's not. The fact that you even let a piece like Trevor Story go to a divisional foe, the fact that the Blue Jays got that much better, and the fact that the Blue Jays have a young, hungry team with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Gavin Gavin Biggio and friggin' Bo Bichette, and they went and they got a couple other pieces, Okay. You mean to tell me that they're not a threat now? You mean to tell me that Tampa is not a threat again? You mean to tell me that Boston isn't a threat again? Granted, yeah, they get Chris Sale back. Granted, okay, they got Trevor Story. Yeah, they got Victor Martinez. Yeah, they, Boston's got decent pieces, but they're better pieces than what the Yankees got. Okay? Tampa has a payroll that is literally less than a Carlos Correa contract. And they've been dominating the Yankees and the AL East for how many years now? Granted, they can't win the big one. But they're getting there more frequently than the evil empire is. So when does Cashman wake the hell up? When does Hal find his inner George? Because you better find it sooner than later. Because all the defending and all the, well, you know... They got to lock up Judge. And I understand that. And I'm all for locking up Aaron Judge. But I'll be damned of this. And I said this to Jay last night. That if they lock him up to a long-term deal of anywhere of north of 20 plus to 30 million a year. Then damn it, Aaron Judge better be the end-all, be-all. He better be that guy that puts up those 50 home runs a year. 165 RBIs. Batting average of 330 plus, And barely strikes out. And he better be that guy 
Because if this is what the Yankees are going to invest in as the new face of the Yankees, you know, the new Derek Jeter to say, just a foot taller and about 100 pounds heavier in muscle, okay? If this is going to be our next Derek Jeter for the next 10 to 15 years, then he better live up to every single penny of this contract that he is eventually going to sign. Because if he doesn't, not only will he get bashed, Cashman, ownership, this fan base will be unruly. Okay? The way the Mets turned around and did business is the way the Yankees should have did it. The Yankees should have went all in on Scherzer. Yankees should have went in on Mark Hanna. Yankees should have went in and made a trade for Chris Bassett. They should have went in on everything the Yankees, everything the Mets did, the Yankees should have done it. But they didn't. Instead, they sat on their hands, waiting until they got numb to give each other strangers, while Steve Cohen's out there acting like the modern-day George fucking Steinbrenner. Okay? Enough is enough. You want to sit there, you have a press conference, and you want to blame one team for their cheating antics. Really? If you knew this was going on, okay? Let's say you knew this was going on then your catcher at the time, Sanchez, should have known at this point to have just made any fucked up freaking little pitching signal call in between his freaking crotch and Chapman throw anything, and we have a different result. We have a different result right then and there in 17. Okay? But for those who want to call out the Yankees for cheating, also the Astros and the Red Sox were caught. Okay? All right? Don't sit there and say it's only these three teams that have ever cheated the game of baseball. Because there's many more. Okay? But the Yankees need to get off this we're afraid to spend train and get back on this let's listen to the fan base train. Okay? The fan base, the knowledgeable Yankee fans will sit there and say, okay, we missed out on John Gray, but we could have got this piece. Okay. Texas overpaid for John Gray. Okay. Just like Minnesota to me overpaid for Carlos Gray. The fact that the Twins, the Tigers, the Rangers spent more money in free agency than the New York Yankees says that these teams are tired of being mediocre. Now, it's not to say that if Texas is way at, well out of a wild card spot, could John Gray be available at the trade deadline? And if he is, God damn it. Yankees need to go and trade him. Because if you're willing to trade Gio Urshela, then you should be willing to trade anybody at this point. I'm not saying to to go and deplete the whole farm system the way George did it. You know, listen, for everything George did, for the moves he made, and got all the big names here, don't think for a second that none of us ever questioned who we got rid of to get those pieces. Because many of us Yankee fans know that George depleted this farm system for years. And Cashman gets credit for this. He did replenish the farm system. So you do give him that. But with, but lately, uh-uh-uh, no, 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 no. And I think, again, things would be different if Hank was here and Hal wasn't. Now, I'm not saying I wish Hal Steinbrenner died instead of Hank Steinbrenner. What I'm saying is, is that I think if they were still running the team together, if Hank was still alive, 
I think Hank is sitting there saying, you know what, Hal, you don't know what you're doing. Why don't you just go sit at home and, and, you know, and just collect your check. And let me run things. Let me run things the George Steinbrenner way. Okay? If there's a luxury tax we go over, I'll pay it. Okay? Because I know too damn well that the Yankees make way more than enough money just on all of us assholes going to a game and spending $10 on a sausage, pepper, sausage and pepper hero, okay, and spending 13 to $15 on tall boy beers and then buying shirts and then buying programs and then buying, you know, baseballs to get signed before the game, okay? Add all that up over the course of how many seats is Yankee Stadium house and then add that up over how many people are actually sitting in those seats, that could actually afford to even go there because the tickets are so overpriced that when they built this new Yankee Stadium, they didn't build this new Yankee Stadium for, for you know, the mediocre fan, you know, the middle class fan like you and me. No, they built it for corporations and the one percenters because they could afford to go to the games and buy the $3,000 seats behind home plate. Okay? The only way I'm ever sitting behind there is if my company gives them to me. The only time I'm ever sitting in a suite is when my company gives me tickets. Other than that, I'll be walking around. That's all all I'm going to tell you. I'll buy a standing room ticket just to get in. That's it. But, you know, people sit there and they'll listen and they'll say, you know, you're bashing a team, but you'll go watch them. Yeah, I'll go watch them because you could bash a team and still watch. You could do that. There's nothing in the sports rule book that says you can't have an opinion on your team and then you have to stop watching them. So I could bash Brian Cashman all I want. I could bash Hal Steinbrenner all I want. But here's the thing. You're going to have this side of Yankee fans that are knowledgeable, okay, that are going to agree with every word I say. And then you're going to have the ones that don't know shit from Shinola. They're going to sit there and go, well, well, what are you talking about? And, you know, they went and they got Marwin Gonzalez. Great job. You just proved why you're a fucking schmuck. Because Marwin Gonzalez is going to wind up being in the minors. He's not going to be on the main roster. And if he is, it's because somebody went down. I'm not saying Marwin Gonzalez isn't a bad ball player. But if you were willing to sign Marwin Gonzalez, who ah, 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 played for Houston and was part of that cheating team, but you are afraid to get Carlos Correa? Come on. Just come on. Seriously? Seriously. They could have went out and got Zach Greinke. And I get that Greinke doesn't like to pitch in a big market because he has, you know, he has social anxiety or something like that. And, you know, and, and not to make fun of him, but he prefers the smaller market. And smaller market teams have always given him Big contracts. And the guy, hey, listen, he, he went back to Kansas City where it all started. So, hey, good for him. But the Yankees could have easily made trades with any other team. You know, they could have made a team with the, Mar- you know, with the Marlins. They could have made a trade with, you know, listen, they could still go and get one of the two pitchers out of Oakland. And I'm surprised. Well, actually, I'm not surprised they haven't done it yet because the Yankees, again, they just sit there and they give each other strength. You know, they wait till their hands are numb and then they friggin' give each, give each other hand jobs like it's somebody else doing it. That's all they're doing is sitting in the office fucking rubbing it out because they're not making moves that, you know, that we're used to them making. And maybe part of that is, you know, that they're like, listen, it's not George's team anymore. It's Hal's team and Hal does things different. Okay. 
But don't come out on TV and talk the big talk like you're George then. Talk like Hal Steinbrenner. Don't talk like George Steinbrenner, you know, whether it's Cashman or it's Hal saying it, that you're going to spend and then you do nothing because you give us hope that you're going to go and get all these guys and then you don't get anything. And I feel bad for Garrett Cole and all this because Garrett Cole's got to be sitting there going, you got me not one goddamn motherfucking supporting cast around me that will alleviate the stress off my life. Granted, I'm getting a $345 million fucking contract, but I'm the the one guy who on every fifth day you're going to have to rely on for a big win because Garrett Cole's got to be sitting there in the back of his mind going, Seve's hurt again. Here we go. Here we go again on this circle of Severino injuries. Here we go. What's it this week? Spin the wheel. Body soreness. Here we go. That's gone. Pitches, pitches a simulated bullpen session or whatever, you know, on his off day. Here it goes. Sevy with another injury. Inflamed shoulder. And granted, stop. Shaw Walter came out, I think it was yesterday, and he said that DeGrom's dealing with, with a tight shoulder. So, you know, but he wouldn't be surprised if DeGrom makes his next spring training start. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, but it's DeGrom, and he's going to go out there because DeGrom feels he's got a lot to prove. So, And this is where, when me and my buddy Rob discussed it, where you see you know, one month into the season and DeGrom's down with an injury, just remember, tight shoulder. Reported on 331 of 2022. Just saying. But. I'm still trying to figure out where the changing of the guard went. Where the Mets all of a sudden. And and, and I know where this happened. Where the changing of the guard, the Mets not being afraid to spend money. Is when they got the Wilpons out and Steve Cohen came in. But where did the change of the guard of the Yankees becoming the biggest bitches on the block happen from when the Mets used to be the ones bullied on the block and the Yankee fans were the ones doing the bullying? Because now we can't sit we can't sit there now. And, and let's be real. For Yankees fans, Mets fans, Mets fans now, listen, you can boast about your team all you want. And you could talk about how you outspend the Yankees. And you got everybody the Yankees should have got. You could do all this. But if it doesn't translate on the field, just remember, just remember, Mets fans, you're at the adult table now. Okay? You're at the adult table with all the other teams that weren't afraid to spend. You're still at the adult. Now you're at the adult table with the Yankees still. The Yankees are still at the adult table. Okay? But if all this talent doesn't translate to winning the NL East and getting you an NL championship and getting you a World Series appearance this year... Be prepared. Be prepared for all the backlash that comes. I'm just pre-warning you now. It might not come from me. It could come from other people. But I'm just letting you know. I'll give the Mets credit. They went out there and Cohen wasn't afraid to spend like a drunk sailor. Hal Steinbrenner was like those, you know, like those women on those coupon shows where he's like, oh, I wonder if we can get Carlos Correa, you know, on this two for five. Oh, and then I got this coupon and this coupon and this coupon. Listen, Hal, this ain't the way shit works. Either spend the money 
or sell the team to somebody who is going to freaking spend money to improve this team to actually make it a World Series caliper team because it is not a World Series caliper team right now. We don't know if Joey Gallo bounces back this year. We don't know if Rizzo is going to be what Rizzo is supposed to be. We don't know what any of these guys are going to be. And the same thing if you're a Met fan and the same thing if you're a Cardinal fan, a Dodger fan, an Astros fan, a Red Sox fan. We don't know what's going to happen until they step foot on the field. And then you could be a Yankees fan that comes to me and says, well, you bash Cashman, but look, we won a World Series out of it. Okay. If we do, yeah, but guess what? The bashing is still deserved. What is being said should still be said. A World Series doesn't mean you just sweep all the other mistakes under the fucking rug. That's not what it means. We've done that for far too long. Now it's time to... Now it's time to pull that curtain back and make people realize what this really is, is that maybe all this was done through a smoke and mirror show. We don't know. But I was going to get into more, but I think me and Jay will do one on Sunday. Uh, So we'll get more into the NFL um, as the draft is approaching. Uh, I'll get his thoughts on, you know, what I went over today, because I'm sure he'll agree with, with everything I said. Um, you know, and I'm sure my buddies at 1420 Sports will love this because I pre-warned them that this was coming (laughs) and, uh, they pretty much said, yeah, I can't wait for this one. So, uh, I hope it lived up to your expectations. And to those of you that agree or disagree with me, listen, I'm on Twitter, so you can come at me all you want. Some of you already do. So, um, listen, I welcome all the smoke. I ain't afraid. So, Till the next one, as always, peace.